Welcome to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion, episode number 324. My name is Brando, and speaking of four, I think you're my fourth... The first fourth-time guest I've ever had, Arian. Huh. All right. Not quite the five-timers club of Saturday Night Live, you know? Uh, but, I'm working on it. But uh, thank you. So Arian Bueller joining the, the podcast. And for those who don't know the name, you absolutely know his work. If you listen to this, you know, Guns N' Roses-themed bar mitzvah party of a podcast, broadcast, whatever I like to call it. Uh, we first met Arian back in uh, episode 82. So that was... That was 2018. Like, I feel like a different person back then. I, I, I don't know. Like, we both... I know you've had a lot happen to you. The world has had a lot happen to us. <laughs> I yeah, guess. definitely. Right? So, uh, episode 82, uh, episode 94, and episode 212, if you want to kind of learn about Arian and his Rastafarian upbringing and how he got involved with uh, the Bob Marley estate and... How we first got involved with with Guns N' Roses. I actually put up a clip on our YouTube of that first interview that we did when you first talking about getting into Guns N' Roses. But I, I Arian, I, I just feel like I because I follow you on social media and I root for you because again you've been on the show for a few times and it's just I believe we've spoken since you were nominated for a Grammy for the box set and it's just so wonderful to, again just to see you in person. I guess before we get started, just thank you for your time and just. Your awesome background. If you're watching this on on Zoom, on YouTube. Oh, I mean, it's my pleasure. I'm, you know, nice to talk to you again. And, uh, yeah, things have definitely over the, you know, over since we last talked, there's been a lot of changes, like you said, in, in the world and all that. So, well, uh, but things are good. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear that, and I've kind of got to experience. I think over the break, when the pandemic first started. So, if you're watching this on on our YouTube channel. Um, I'll have to pan up, and I have to reorganize, Aaron. Arian. So you'll see a few of your works. Remember when you sent me uh, over my the hula yeah, girl I did, yeah. from Hawaii, yeah. and unfortunately, due to my lo-fi garbage lo- uh, camera, you can't see Arian's autograph on it, which is just amazing. And uh, did you? Did you? I forget the. Uh, do that Duff one from. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that was mine too. Yeah, those three that I did for New York. Yeah. Yeah, the gangs of New York. So I have two official, you know, numbered Arian Bueller. And what I actually, I have three, but it's not framed yet. Like I said, I need to reorganize. Um, shout out to listener Eric Peacher, who went to the Fargo show, one of your works that we're going to talk about today. You know, uh, Fargo, eh? You know, we're going to talk about that. So that's, <laughs> I have three Arian Buellers. And I, so it's just, you're always with me. You know, even though we're we're finally together, I don't know if that sounds creepy or not. It's, no, it's not creepy. <laughs> so you got a Fargo? You got a Fargo poster? Yeah, I did. You know what? And, and thank you again to Eric. I didn't even ask for it. You know, and uh, I know 
which is out of your control. Yeah, they're sold at the show for fifty bucks, but aftermarket retail they uh, they skyrocket. And he he wouldn't even take the fifty bucks. He just gave it to me for free. I I'm I'm you know that's I, super cool. Yeah, I I don't have the the Rogan Joe Rogan listening base, but I have a great listening base. No, I will say that. Yeah. And you told me before, but where are you located in your awesome, you know, office space where it has you know I see. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like uh, an un- intelligent idiot. Are those snowboards or uh, skateboards behind you? Uh, those are those are skateboards. Okay, all right. And it's you're- just skateboard art. That's you know I grew up in that whole sort of skate surf culture, and so it's just stuff that I mean. Some of those there's a couple posters that are mine. There's some stuff from Jamaica, and then yeah, and those those are skateboard decks. Okay, because I wasn't sure because I also see the surfboard or the uh, boogie board. I don't I don't know technically. Uh, yeah, that's a surfboard. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, I don't get to the beach much. I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying to sound hip and cool, and 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 still hang on to Guns N' Roses for some reason as the uh, the source of that. And you're in North Carolina. Is that where you you are now? I'm there, I'm there now. Yeah, I, I moved uh, about a year ago from Florida. So we were, oh. I was in Florida for a lot of years, um, and then it was just time for a change. So we kind of moved to the mountains. Okay, very cool. One of my good friends yeah. moved from Long Island to uh, North Carolina, and a state that I would love to visit. I hear nothing but wonderful things, but you know that's why I asked. I was like, oh, "Where is he?" Because we again go back to those early Arian Bueller episodes when we learned about Florida, and, and again how you connected to the Marley Estate and all the amazing things that you're able to, uh, you know, accomplish down there. So I don't know. Florida is kind of an interesting state. Maybe it's good you get out of there. It's too many. Florida man accidents. Uh, stay stay away from that. I, you, definitely, definitely a lot of Florida man stuff. Um, yeah, it was time for a change. So I've been there for thirty, you know, like thirty two or thirty three years, and so off wow. and on. I mean, I moved around, but that was like my home sort of base for a, for a long time. But you know, like I said, it was time for the town that I was living in. Really cool town, and I always loved it. But it just started to get super crowded. And so okay, um, fair just enough. Felt like time for something new okay and it's not recent now but maybe because uh all of covid just counts as one year uh i right before it i moved to queens from long island that's where i was living so i had a new apartment trying to reorganize and that's why you know i'm obviously following you on on instagram and i'm like you know what and i see all this dave matthews stuff that my fiance's putting up and i don't know how you feel about dave matthews i guess not i gotta balance it out you know, with with Guns N' Roses stuff. I mean, we meet on the Beatles. I, I had to get more GNR decor, and at the time, <laughs> they they weren't touring, so it's not like I can go to a show and get a lithograph. I did look for, and I'll be honest, I don't think you did it. It was the Austin, Texas, uh, the last show that I was at, the uh, Austin City Limits uh, show. Did did you do that one? Was there two shows? I think it was I feel a, like I did one. A weekend one and a weekend two. I go. I bought the T-shirt actually, but not the lithograph. Okay, it has kind of like a Grim Reaper. That's like the one. I, I'll show, we're going to show you more of your artwork that you did on this tour, which is what we're going to yeah, get into. Yeah, I don't think I did that one. Though. I, I think I don't think I did that. One. Good. I'm glad I didn't buy it then. I mean, for one, <laughs> one I didn't want to carry that around all, uh, you know, festival long. But again, at the beginning, I'm like, you know what? I'm working from home. I'm not really spending money on gas anymore. I want to make a purchase and make my home look cool. I want to buy an Arian Bueller. That's what I want. Direct from the guy. (laughs) It's going to mean something to me. And yeah, I haven't been to Hawaii. 
And this is something I want people to understand, and we can reiterate it. It's not like Arian has all these extras of his work. You know, it it yeah. takes it takes a lot to part with his babies. Yeah, I do have very few. Um, of I don't, you know, there's some I don't have at all, and then there's right. some that I have just a few of. So yeah, it's it's a uh, it's just a limit. Yeah, very limited. So I think because people would ask that, especially the first few episodes that we did together. You know, ask him if he has extras to this and that. So just to be clear at the beginning, he doesn't. So for him to give me anything, you know, I was just like, whatever you may have available. And he did. And, and I'm like, can you sign it for me? And just so thank you. It's been hanging on. I got to get a better, not just a better camera, but a better frame because the, the borders are too thick where it blocks off the uh, what number it is out of 250. So I forget. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it was my pleasure. I'm glad that I, you know, I was able to have one that, you know, that you, you were interested in. And yeah, so yeah, I'm glad you got it. Yeah, man. So I want to talk about, because I, I did get some of your work, uh, again, from this current tour, even though I didn't go to Fargo, but I didn't get to, I, I went to the first show and I actually wanted to get your Let the Graph. I thought for the very first show of Guns N' Roses coming back at Hershey uh, Hershey Park. Which yeah. I wasn't going to go to originally. Uh, long story short, which another piece of work you did, so I guess it makes sense to bring it up. I was supposed to be in Chicago, where my, my fiance is from, when the original Wrigley Field date was supposed to be. And I had my heart set on that, and then I got rescheduled uh-huh. a different date. So we decided, and it was her idea, let's just go to another random show that we can drive to. So that happened to be Hershey. And I spoke to a listener, and forgive me for, maybe I can find it actually. I should have, because so I posted yesterday all of your lithographs and just getting all these amazing comments about them and their favorites and everything, uh, that they waited online for an hour and a half for this one. Okay, so, For the Hershey one? Yeah, so right now, let's share the screen. Let's, let's get fancified, and let's share it. So I have it up right here. All right. And so this is the first one. Don't let me poorly explain it. You explained it that why a listener, and I don't blame him. It is incredible. It reminds, I don't even know. I'll describe it poorly my Brando way after, but what did you do for this one? Hershey, Pennsylvania, July 31st, 2012. Excuse me, 2021. Well, there was a couple different ideas uh, and then sketches and stuff and this one turned out to be, we were trying to come up with something. I was trying to come up with something that was, you know, the, the kind of go-to thing was like, everybody thinks about chocolate, like, especially with that whole Hershey's thing. And I, that was just sort of felt like you've been done before. So it was like, well, let's try something different. And there was, so I started to research um, Hershey, like Hershey park. And so they have this ride that's there. And I actually, right off the top of my head, I can't think of the name of the ride, but it was, it was inspired by that ride plus sort of their um, Guns N' Roses sort of starting off on this new journey. And so I was inspired by that and sort of the guys standing there looking out into, you know, into the future in some sort of way. But it's also inspired by a little bit of like um, comic book art too. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's got kind of like a, um, I don't know, Jack, there's a guy named Jack Kirby who's a famous um, Marvel illustrator and he did a bunch of really cool stuff. And so, it's sort of inspired by that sort of style of art too. So galaxies and, you know, kind of, um, sort of, like I said, sort of taking off on his journey. So anyway, that's what that one's about. 
I see the comic book galaxy thing because one of the first things that comes to mind is just one of those space episodes of the X-Men cartoon. You know, yeah. I don't know if – I think it's coming back actually, but uh, which is just like the greatest news. Everything's coming back. Uh, look at it. We're effing back. Guns N' Roses. It all ties together. Uh, or that, that, that 80s kind of gen you know, or gem you know, kind of thing to it. But yeah, that – yeah, yeah. Little killer clowns aspect to it, but the use of colors is just um, is fantastic. Do you is that what's the most important thing to you when you when you attack a thing like this, like getting the colors right, getting the scheme right? Because that's what pops out before you even see everything else that's going on. Like now, I'm noticing the guns and the and the roses floating in outer space now, yeah. and I'm like, look, look when uh, what is this? So you're at the top. Are these uh, smiley faces? What are, what are these up here? Just big planets? No, no. no. Because big planets. Yeah, those are yeah, those are planets. Um, okay. So I mean, the most important, the most important thing for me, generally speaking, when I'm thinking about uh, a design, is just is it is it going to be? I, I want to make it aesthetically pleasing, just uh, just in general. So that's that's the first thing that comes to mind. Like, is somebody going to want to look at that on their wall? Hell or, yeah! You know, that's that's sort of my my first thought, and then and then I get then I go into the details, and with this one, the you know the the colors are sort of based on something from the park too like i said a ride from the park and so but it's also inspired by um there's a marvel did these uh prints with this company called third eye uh in like the i think it's like 1970 1971 and they're all neon kind of like black light posters and they're just mm. really cool looking if anybody checks out third uh, marvel third eye posters you, you'll see what i'm talking about um, and so it was kind of like I said, it was inspired by those the combination of those things. So, and this I, I have a copy of this actual poster, the print of it, and the colors are the printer that printed these did an amazing job. It, it looks great. It really does. I mean, totally worth. You know, kudos to the guy who waited an hour and a half. I mean, uh, worth it. I, mean, I, think, I think some people saw it and was like, didn't know what to, to think of it. As far as I think, I got some. You know, I posted it on my Instagram. I think some people were like, "What is this?" Because <laughs> it was definitely like a departure from some of the other stuff. But I, I like what you said about and and part if you again if you're watching on YouTube, my teenage mutant uh, mutant Ninja Turtles. See, I'm still recovering from. I told I told Darian the whole story off air. I told you guys the the last episode. Still recovering from a. Uh, a facial car accident, so sorry if I sound like Mike Tyson at times. So uh, my Ninja Turtle background wallpaper. Um, but I like the fact that you said that you didn't go for the obvious. Every, it's been done, chocolate. I mean, I love chocolate, believe me. I'm like a pregnant woman. I really do. So, But that's the, the neon, man. That's that's something, yeah. Uh, if I wasn't just so eager to get to my seats to see Guns N' Roses, you know, um, I would have waited too. And I believe, I might have seen I don't think I saved these in order. So mine I think right now let's go to Fargo, which was whoa, that blew a lot of people away. It blew me away. And again, thank you, Eric, for sending me one. Uh it'll be framed, it'll be on my wall at at times I posted it online with my my now rip deceased cat, my Mr. Big, who was modeling it for me when you sent it. Uh, so obviously Fargo Dome, August eleventh uh, of last year. I mean, if you if you haven't seen Fargo, it's one of the greatest movies of all time, uh, right? Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely one, definitely one of my favorites. Is that was that the first thing that came to mind? And also, no slight to the TV show, it's Jump the Shark. The last season with Chris Rock, I bailed. 
but the season before that, uh, you know, when there's as soon as they introduced aliens, it's Fargo. <laughs> Get out of here! All right, so the first like season, maybe two, were amazing. So, uh, are you like you said it's one of your favorites? What was the last time you saw Fargo before prior to making this? Did you like watch it again? I actually didn't watch it again. Oh. Um, I have. I have. It's been a while since I've seen that movie, but yeah, it was the first. It was the first thing that came to mind as soon as I saw that they were, you know, that they were going to be playing there. I was like, that was that specific scene too. Actually, came to mind just because it's so outrageous and, and um, sort of ridiculous that I, I was like, oh, there's some way to turn that into. It's you know, in the in the visual of it too is is shocking, like in the movie. And so I thought there's got to be a way to turn that into something, you know, for the for the poster. Sure. And if you're listening again, I don't want to take it. Uh, you know, assume everyone's watching on our YouTube. A lot of people are still discovering it. Uh, it's the famous wood chipper scene. I'm sure you've already guessed without even me me saying it. And and here, you know, it's going to be a common theme. Almost the opposite with the other, with the amount of colors. However, it's all you need. Just the white snow, the red of the blood, uh, it's the guns, just the, the fonts. Uh, the only other uh, on the skeleton you, you see is his winter hat, which I love. You see the blood-soaked footprints. It's just uh, incredible. And I'll ask this, but I guess I kind of know, uh, I don't want to say I know the answer, but I don't think you've ever gotten any pushback. When you do something like this where a lot of people, you said you got some, uh, you get remarks about the ones that you do. Is it too violent for a poster? Can you see that? Did you get any of that, you know, for this? I generally don't get that. Sometimes I'll get, you know, like, you know, some people just like comment like brutal or something like that. So, you know, in a way, I guess they're kind of saying like, wow, that's kind of, you know, uh, maybe a bit much, but (laughs) I generally don't know. I I don't, I know. And, like you're saying with the colors, I wanted to keep it simple and make it, you know, make it work on a, on a simple, with a simple color palette, just because, um, it didn't, like you said, it didn't need anything else really. And, and nothing else. I mean, it's beautiful. I can't wait to put it up. And again, thank you, uh, Eric. And then it fits my, you know, I'm a horror guy. I love it. You know, it, it, it fits me. Uh, let's go to, let's check them out. Uh, Montana. Look at that, man. And I think I might have a question that goes along with the Montana one. Let's see if I have it. Uh, I do. All right. So let's ask a question for the Montana one. Sorry. You know, don't go to Nathan Hill. If you have any friend requests, I'm just bringing up your picture. Don't accept anybody. Uh, (laughs) Hey, Brando. Are you still taking questions? Yeah, yeah. I don't need to read that part. Uh, Is the Missoula lithographs. Am I saying that right as a Northeasterner? Yeah. Okay, good. I think so. Missoula. Uh, lithographs composition in any way an homage to Van Gogh's skull of skeleton with burning with a burning cigarette. Why? Continues. Uh, Evil Knievel was a painter and an artist himself. Uh, artist himself, and once said, "I know I can paint as good as Van Gogh and some of those guys." <laughs> Long shot, but I had some prints uh, the other day and saw some similarities and thought it might be a clever homage. Cheers, Nathan. And he puts out a back to back. So, what do, what do you say to Nathan? I say, um, no, not directly. I mean, that's mm. cool. I, you know, I didn't, um, it is definitely an homage to evil Knievel, but not to the Van Gogh painting. I mean, I, I know that painting well. Um, I have, I've, I have it in a book. And so maybe it is sort of unintentionally, mm. uh, reference to that, but I, that was not on my mind when I actually, when I actually drew that. 
Okay. Wow. Good for you, Nathan, for pointing that out. And yeah, it could be a subconscious thing, uh, but that's yeah. it's brilliant. And you know what's great about your work? You have the obvious, you know, which is obviously the, the evil Knievel skull face, and you're looking at that. Then all the little subtle things, the the side handle of the motorcycle that has the Guns N' Roses logo, and in the bottom left, it's just that straight up tribute to Evil Knievel ju- jumping over those cars. Is that something? Is that kind of like a style of yours where you have the main, you know, idea? Then you want to kind of put in some other Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah, I, I like to do that. Um, I just think it makes the, po- the poster more interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think, like, especially for maybe, you know, for the fans that are going to want one, you know, that they can kind of, you know, get to discover a little bit of, you know, a little bit of different things here and there, and, and you know, in each design. Yeah, absolutely. So that's from uh, Grizzly Stadium, uh, August 15th of uh, 2021. So, all right, what do we got next? Let me just get off your... Uh, Facebook, because I don't want everyone to find you. All right, so we got Los Angeles. Look at this one. Whoa. Look at this one. So how do we describe uh, with, you know, who is the inspiration behind the woman who just kind of blends into the sky with her earring that is the skull and, uh, you know, skull cross, guns or roses, and the axle. I mean, is it deliberately axle? Because it's always kind of like a generic skull, but that seems to be an axle skull, right? Because it's his hometown, no? Not his hometown, but like, no, yeah, obviously Lafayette, Indiana. I had a brain fart there, but like, that's kind of like where he kind of is home away from home. I don't know if I'm, I'm just making that up. I think you tell me but, again. Yeah, you I mean, tell I me. I feel like you know. I, I feel like those guys. That's that's kind of their their spot, right? I mean, that's where they kind of got their start and all that, right? Los yeah. Angeles, so. Right. That's what I kind of. Um, so I mean, it, it is it is more um, it is more specifically a, an axle kind of skull no, for no. There's no real like, I don't have a. There wasn't a real specific purpose for that, but that that poster is um, is based off of a movie called Chinatown, which was a yeah. a, a famous a famous movie in the early seventies. Um, so I just I like that po- I like that original poster a lot. So it's just an homage to that, but changing you know changing the elements for uh, you know Guns N' Roses kind of vibe instead of instead I kind of like that older Hollywood stuff too, and so I just felt like. There was a there was something there that could be cool to to flip it for you know for Guns and Roses, and uh, I, I would just like if I could, but I won't. I won't edit out this uh, segment at all. But it's like I, I clearly I've kn- I knew that was an homage to Chinatown, but I I have never seen it. Like I know of it, so that's what didn't even like the movie. Yeah, you know what I'm watching right now. Show you my brain is at, but maybe you'll appreciate because you're kind of a comic book guy. I'm I'm rewatching Spawn on HBO Max, the cartoon from 1997. That's where I'm. Oh, yeah, okay. That's where I'm at. It's just like I'm just I, I I it's like Guns N' Roses and just random shit. That's that's my life, and I love the uh, and obviously I'm thinking yeah Guns N' Roses quote unquote hometown. They're an LA band. That's what I obviously I know Axel's from Lafayette. Jesus, uh, and the, the Guns N' Roses logo uh, sunrise. I love that over LA. That's just a beautiful uh, touch right there. So, all right. So that let's go to Dallas. I've only been in the Dallas airport, so uh, I love this one. This is just like Marlboro Man with his... Yeah, so actually this is another homage, a poster. You know, I think think as we were kind of moving forward in the the ideas for the poster for the tour, I think there were, it kind of became like this feeling of like nostalgia. I think a lot of people had been, you know, in their homes for the last 
year or two because of the pandemic and we're watching a lot of old movies and and sort of feeling nostalgic about sort of, uh, you know, their lives and maybe the things that they liked when they were younger. And so this is actually, this poster is an homage to um, a movie called Giant, which was a, uh, um, now I'm going to forget, it's uh, James Dean. It's, it's like a famous James Dean movie. Right on. Uh, with, with Rock Hudson. And um, and so anyway, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an, an homage to that, because like I said, I think as we were moving along, it started. To, we started to get more into that sort of mindset um, about design for for each show. Hmm. And that's from September first, and I'll tell you what, because th- there was a time, I guess, pun intended, that I spent a lot of time watching Turner Classic movies when I was uh, taking care of my grandparents. So if you ever did like a lithograph about Clark Gable, I'd get it in a second. You know, that I know. She watched all those, you know, Ernest Borgnine, you know, Frank Sinatra. You know, he he's a better actor than a singer. Okay, Grandma, I know. <laughs> um, let's go. Oh, this one. This is, I kind of, I, I wanted this one. This is a great lithograph because I'm a sports guy. We're going to Chicago right now, September 16th. This is the one, the show that I wanted to go to. I've never been to Wrigley Field. I've just dro- drove past it. Same thing with the... I don't know if it's Kamitsky Park anymore, but I saw Soldier Field because I have been to Chicago just recently, but I have yet to go to Wrigley. I would have loved to have broken that virginity with Guns N' Roses, but wow, this is old school. You know, the uh, the big league chew, you know, just, yeah, that's, that's the first thing you thought of? Uh, well, we had other ideas at first. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ideas I had. There was, I, I'd done a number of sketches and none of them were kind of coming together. And I think some of it was movie inspired too. And we were like, well, let's take a break from that. And so the big league chew thing kind of where well, I was thinking about old baseball stuff. And then, um, and this is another one sort of nostalgic kind of feel, you know, like it's obviously not from the fifties or, or, you know, like the, like the, um, like the Dallas one, but I remember big league chew as a kid. And I always kind of thought the you know, the drawing was kind of funny and, um, so it just kind of seemed to fit. And like, you know, the, the, the whole, and the early big league chew, I was starting to get into it when I was, when I came up with the idea, I started looking at the early packaging and they had some funny, funny stuff written on there. So I thought that would work well for the poster too. And just kind of have fun with it. Yeah. The, you know what, again, I find something new every time I look at it. My focus is somewhere else, which I guess explains a lot about me. Uh, you know, Guns N' Roses Chicago, obviously, where F and back, would you have to be careful, I guess, where you use the apostrophe. Uh, shredding live music, and two uh, bullet points, man-sized wads of music. <laughs> that should be the name, yeah. name of their next album, hopefully. Equals 26 bands. <laughs> okay. So, on the on the original um, Big League 2 pouch, it says something like, man-sized wads of gum or something and then it says equals 26 equals 26 sticks mm. of gum and so i just thought it would be funny to sort of flip it to make it work for guns and roses i like it i haven't had one in a while uh but i i, I have had man that and a zebra stripe the the gum that would last for like a second and go oh uh, yeah I that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right let me see if i can just press next and have that work uh, no i'm going back all right let's go back to next one Okay, so this one is by far, you know, I put up a, uh, I asked on all my socials yesterday, and I put up all of yours, and this one was by far and away everyone's favorite. This is St. Paul. 
And I, I immediately had to get this off the, I got the t-shirt off the the GNR truck online. So this is the the peanuts one where uh, Duff looks, he's holding up the the stand-up bass. We'll get into specifics, you know, Slash on top of the piano looking like Linus and Axel looking like Schroeder at the piano. I, I fucking love it. So I had to get get this, and you'll appreciate this. Um, I, I I don't know if I got into specifics on the podcast yet. My mom is more obsessed with Snoopy than I am with Guns N' Roses. And you're talking. Does she have a, does she have a Snoopy podcast? <laughs> she doesn't know how to turn on a computer or have a cell phone, but that's another story. Put it this way: my first word, Brandon's first word, was "boopy." I, I couldn't say the S. I can't say it now, I guess, when they're broken too. Th- Snoopy. But I was trying to say boopy. So according to my mom, that was my first word. So that's where I was, you know, that's why I'm currently still in therapy. You go around my house, there's just Snoopy, you know, uh, stuffed animals. There's Snoopy cards. She has Snoopy necklace, Snoopy t-shirts. Everything is Snoopy, Snoopy, Snoopy. It is just, yeah, there are some, uh, you know, oh, we, we grew up. This is important, too. With a, a Hanukkah bush, right? All the yeah, just because you know, make us feel like we're we're part of the of the gang. Every ornament, every single ornament on my Hanukkah bush, which is just a plastic Christmas small Christmas tree. That's all it is. It's not like a bush. Was Snoopy? Every single one, and she would add a new one every single year, and that's like all around my house now. So she has a problem. So I bought cool. her. I bought her this shirt because you know. She, while she has a problem, I still love her. And she says to me the other day, because at first she thought I just bought it for myself. Like, why would I want this? You know, thank you. You know, she's like, it's addressed to you. It's Guns N' Roses. I'm like, it's it's peanuts. Yeah, but there's no Snoopy on it. I'm like, Mom, I bought it for you. Like, don't you don't you think that's cool that you know you wear it out if you ever go out with COVID? You know, there's you have something from your son and it incorporates your son and and, and and you, you know, what you feel. Yeah. You know, I thought you might want to wear it more, though. I would have bought it for myself. <laughs> wear it, Mom. Oh, okay. All right. Again, this is why I'm in therapy. She means well. She means well. So anyway, uh, was it, there's a lot of ways to go with going to Minneapolis, uh, you know, St. Paul. And you did a little tribute, which Duff does, the uh, the Prince logo on his base. You know, just just tell yeah. me. You know, is, is Charles Schultz is because he, he's obviously a, a very famous artist. Is, do you have any history uh, with him and just peanuts uh, comic strips? I mean, not really. I mean, I have I probably have the same history as every other. Okay. You know, kid or you know that grew up in the U.S. watching the you know the the um, Christmas specials and um, I actually like Vince Guaraldi. He's the guy that does the music. I actually like his music quite a bit, like the piano, you know, his jazz. Okay. Um, there you go. So I, listen, I actually listen to that kind of not, I mean, not, he, yeah, he, he did a bunch of other stuff besides the peanuts music. I'm sure. Um, but I think that's what he got famous for, but, um, not, so no, I don't really have any, um, specific you just history men- with that. You just mentioned one who listen, listens to the guy who does the peanuts music. That's, that's a pretty good one. I'll take it. And also, I was just like, and you also never know because Axel tweets about the great pumpkin all the time. Maybe that was your favorite movie of all time. Just, you never know what you'll uncover. Uh, but so, how did you just, again, come to that thought? Because she didn't know at first. She, uh, you know, in her infinite wisdom, yeah, I'm somebody who can get wrong for, you know, in a second, uh, a fact or two. But she, you know, she didn't know Charles Schultz was from here, you know, that she learned that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I, the same thing. I, I research each city to, to come up with something unique. And um, we were kicking around a bunch of different ideas. and um, But we wanted to do something fun again and sort of, you know, not not too dark, you know, kind of have, like, again, I think this, you know, the tour, um, I think people were excited to get back out into the world. And, you know, that, that the earlier tour had kind of gotten, um, you know, there's a lot of Grim Reaper kind of stuff in a lot of the imagery. And so we mm. wanted to move away from that stuff. And so this was another one that was like, well, let's do something that has a little bit more, you know, fun and nostalgia feel to it. And um, so that, so like I said, we started researching and, and, you know, there's, there's like peanuts statues and stuff around uh, Minneapolis. And so mm-hmm. we were thinking about that. And then I was like, well, why don't I just try to do it like they're, you know, like it's the, you know, it's the guys in the band as, as sort of as them with, you know, Axel's um, motorcycle. And, and uh, so it just sort of evolved into this sort of idea that kind of came together, you know, and it's definitely, it's definitely, I think it is one of the fans favorites from what i've from what i've uh, you know been able to absolutely find out so. and, and yeah even though my mom kind of regifted it to me almost i said no i, I can't wear it mom just you have it uh it is it, it's it is one of my favorites it, you know it's it's absolutely amazing and i'll be honest part of me debated getting uh axel or uh, tattooed on me like this you know to have that oh yeah but i i got the i think i might still do it uh but i got the the robot from appetite for destruction uh, on me instead uh, from the Chicago uh, uh, factories and when I was in Chicago recently. Um, oh, cool. But yeah, this just amazing work, man. Just amazing work. All right, so next one. This one is, is very curious. This one's very cool. I'm wondering, uh, this is uh, from Raleigh, uh, Raleigh, and it's just, it's a lottery ticket. So, and apparently yeah. you can really scratch it. Is that, was that your, can, tell me about this. It's, it's amazing. So that actually, I mean, uh, we were again kicking around some ideas, and um, I, you know, I think uh, it was one of the people that I was working with discovered that. I guess the gold rush had started in North Carolina, which mm. I don't know. I don't know how many people actually know that, but it's a, that's it started sort of in North Carolina and then moved west, um, mm. and so then I guess uh, you know the state of North Carolina does, does these lottery tickets that um, look similar to this. And we just thought it would be fun and different, like very, a very, just a very different idea to actually create a poster that you can actually scratch off like a, you know, like an, like an actual lottery ticket. I mean, it just, the, the gold is so popping and it. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things. I mean, where it, it, it definitely doesn't look like your standard poster at all. So that was a, you know, that was it was just a, a departure and try something fun and different and you know um so yeah that's kind of where that that kind of that's where that came from and the, you know and, and and the result was it basically looks just like a giant lottery ticket it looks like i want to take it to willy wonka's chocolate factory that's like you know that's what it looks <laughs> like so can i ask if people cuz that's a big debate do they actually scratch it off or not you know that's devaluing it yeah i don't know i I'm not sure if people have or not. I don't, you know, I think, I think I've seen some that did get scratched off and like the scratch off ticket idea. What it wasn't my idea. Actually, it was something that I worked closely with and she had the idea and it was like, no, that's something that's totally different. Let's yeah, let's, let's try and see, you know, if it, if, if we can get it to come to life. So, uh, but yeah, I think some people have scratched it off. I think I've seen some of them 
out there like that. I don't know if it devalues it or not. Probably, but I'm not sure. What's underneath though? Like, what can you win? Is it like McDonald's lottery where you can win like a? Yeah, there's nothing. There's actually nothing to win. We talked about that, and it just logistically was going to probably be too difficult to actually make it like a re- like a reward. So it's just like the it's like the date and in in um and and venue information. Oh, okay. All right. That that's still cool looking, but yeah, that would have been I don't know if you made this like I mean the, the, the original idea was that like let's do it where it's something that somebody can win something and then like I said logistically it became a, a you know um a thing that was like I mean I didn't get into any of that but um from my understanding is that yeah it was going to get to be too complicated yeah yeah, because these things are fought over in general. I don't think you want to throw money into it. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. So. On top of the logistics and everything. So, oh, man. Oh, that's cool. I think that might have been all. Did we do all eight? Let me just check. Let me unshare the screen. Let me just make sure. I think so. Yeah, because I think we did all of them. And I'm going to go to some questions, too, um, or just read some of your comments. Yeah, that was all eight. And, again, that's just this current, you know, this tour that just happened this past year and just how – Incredibly brilliant, uh, your designs were and the feedback. Um, okay, so let me just read some of yours. You know, obviously, Fargo is great. Los Angeles is great. I have the Hershey one. Uh, this is, uh, let's go to the This is Andrew uh, Antropow uh, against my will. Sorry, I've been watching. See, random stuff. I'm watching Degrassi, the next, uh, next generation, right now for some reason. Because my fiance wants to watch it, and and you know what? Back in the day, I did watch, did watch it, so I'm really not complaining too much. Uh, he writes, "I have the Hershey one too. The neon colors are so vibrant. Love the execution on it, and uh, a great poster for the sh- first show back." Actually, you know what? This might be a fun one to share the screen again. Uh, let's do that so you can see. So I'm not making up these comments because some some people do that, Arian. You know, they'll make up uh, emails and fan mail. They'll fabricate that, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I can never, you know, yeah, I'm not a famous person, but I'm not going to make, you know, shit up, like, listeners that I don't have. <laughs> um, zero, zero, pit fan. The Hershey one is really cool. Uh, was there a lot of technical difficulties with it being the first show in over the year? Yes, there were. Uh, but it's still nice to see the band back in action. Yep. And, uh, and Arian, on the shows, because I went to three shows. I went to the Hershey show, uh, Baltimore. And New Jersey, and just just am- just amazing times. Did you get to go to any shows this year? I didn't go to any of them. No, okay. I, I contemplated it, but I, you know, I, it was just the COVID thing was still happening, and I was like, I don't know. And so, and, and the and the time schedule was real tight as far as like um, just deadlines. So I actually didn't get a chance to go to any of them. Okay, fair enough. One of these days, you'll enjoy yourself, Arian. Uh, <laughs> whole lot of nope wrote uh, Chinatown the Chinatown bite is the best oh, look at this one uh, Greg Penny wants to you know, Fargo of the first four and Peanuts of the second because Twitter just lets you post four pictures at a time you know so I had to split okay, them yeah. I mean I mean, look at this a lot of people liking it I mean people love your love your stuff uh, well see I'm not asking about Barcelona is this yours Barcelona 18 that, that's not mine no yeah. that's a great one but that's not mine I had to correct some people I'm like yeah that's a good lithograph but that's not an Arian Bueller that's not what I'm you know I want to ask uh, some oh, come on give me give me some good ones Montana uh, Chinatown style look at that one from uh, Cali Rasta man 
Uh, Riyadh said, uh, her, oh, here we go. All right. Glad I found you, buddy. So at, I'm glad I found you, especially because of your handle. At Devious Bastard. Or excuse me, at underscore Devious Bastard. Hershey stood in line for an hour and a half waiting for the merch truck to open so I can get one. Uh, and he said, it was my first time seeing Guns N' Roses, so I didn't want to miss out on getting one. So just a uh, congratulations. You got an awesome lithograph. <laughs> you got an awesome Yeah, that's cool. That's his first show, too. That's, that, yeah. that was probably a good time. Yeah, very cool. So, I mean, so you see there's a lot of questions, and this is just on my Twitter. I mean, I asked the questions on my Instagram and, and, uh, and Facebook as well, and your work is just uh, beloved by this fan base. It really adds something to... You know, just seeing your favorite band. It's just you're coming home with this piece of art you get to put on your wall and just remember it forever. Like, every, again, every time I come into my house, I get to look at this awesome stuff and it just I'm taken back. Now that I've gotten to know you, it's not, it means more than just Guns N' Roses. I'm just, yeah, this really talented person did research and just this is, this is top of the line, you know, stuff that I want on my wall. So, you know, I appreciate that. You got it. So I want to ask, because again, you're a busy guy. What have you been up to? Because, you know, I'm looking behind you again. If you're watching this on YouTube, I know you do a lot of stuff with the Rolling Stones. You know, what have you been up to since the last time? I don't know. Like, how have you, I guess, because it's been a while. How have you been in COVID? You know, you've been doing well? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Overall, yeah. Do, uh, you know, doing well, except moved. Um, so that was a change. And um, been working the whole time. I haven't worked on any Rolling Stones stuff. Okay. Um, and, you know, and then Charlie Watts passed away, and that was... Yeah, that that's a you know that was sad. Uh, you know, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't know him, but I got to work with his granddaughter quite a bit, and she was really cool. And so that was that was actually surprised me that it affected me as much as it did. Uh, well, I mean, I've met him, but I but I didn't I didn't know him. Yeah. Okay, because uh, I posted when I if you again if you want to check out because I've been posting a lot of uh, podcast highlights on our YouTube page. I put up um, your first appearance on on there on there and one of the pictures i used to lap over the audio is you and charlie so okay uh, was it just kind of like a quick picture or did you get to say you know uh, like what you like anything to him i got to talk to him yeah i got to talk to him a little bit you know i got to talk to him for i don't know 10 minutes or so um, oh wow see that's not a little so. bit 10 minutes with charlie watts i mean what did you guys talk if i can ask did you show him your artwork did you have an opinion now he, me a- he, knew who, he knew who i was from um from his from his granddaughter because she's a designer also and so mm. uh, i i like i said i worked with her on a couple of the tours and then and then like i said she she had i guess she had spoken with him about the stuff that i had done so um so yeah and he was actually he he was a designer sort of before he started with the stones um he was like a, he was a, a graphic designer from what i understand and so mm. um we we talked about a little bit of that and it was really cool so Oh, wow. See, look at that. Arian, you're so humble. It's like I don't really know him. But I got to talk with him for 10 minutes, take a picture, and talk about, you know, our, our, our passions. You know, so I know you're not be- – I mean, rest in peace. I know you weren't besties and, and, and uh, you know, WhatsApping each other. But still, that's a nice moment you got to, you got to have it with It definitely was. Yeah, I'm really, uh, you know, very appreciative of that of that time that he was willing to spend with me. It was cool. So, so But I haven't been doing much – I haven't done anything for them. I've been working on a bunch of other stuff, um, you know, for just, I did a bunch of stuff. I've done a bunch of stuff for Motley Crue over the last year or so. Um, so that's, that was fun. I did a bunch of stuff for like a 40th anniversary for them. Um, 
I don't, you know, I, I'm pretty bad on social media. I don't post much stuff because I don't know. It's just not something I'm good at. I did that. I did a bunch of stuff for um, Motorhead and uh, and then kind of all over the, all over the map. You know, I also did a bunch of stuff for Lenny Kravitz, which I used to listen to Lenny Kravitz a lot when I was you know younger, and so and I still do. But you know, like Mama Said album, I really liked that album when I was coming up. So. Mm. Um, so I've got, you know, so it's kind of, it's cool because I've gotten to work with, you know, a bunch of different musicians and bands that I've, I've looked up to and appreciated over the years. So I'm still continuing to do that stuff. Um, and then, you know, the Guns N' Roses are going to be going back out on tour. And so, uh, you know, sort of kicking some ideas around with that. And so. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, too cool. And now I got to share screens again because, yeah, you got to get better uh, better on social media. I mean, if I may say so, because it's just. I'm bad. Yeah, I, I, I suck at it. So let's bring up. Hold on. Let's share a screen again. So I'm so smooth. So let's bring up your Instagram, your amazing social media. So because you got this. Um, can you explain to me what an NFT is? I mean, this cute little uh, mushroom with a little wiener. You know, it would sound so weird out of context, but if you look at, again, Arian Bueller on his Instagram, he's uh, selling uh, this, quote, this little NFT fella. So <laughs> can you tell us uh, about this? So uh, NFTs, you know, um, I was, I've, they're confusing to me still. So um, it's, I've I had a couple of friends approach me that are have gotten way into NFT stuff and um, we just were like, kicking around some ideas and we, I, I came up with this little guy. Um, and, it, and then, and then my friends that are writers came up with the whole backstory to him. And so, um, and NFTs are, you know, it's that non fungible token. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a way, like I said, it's confusing even to, even to me. And I've been doing the, I've been doing the art and I'm kind of just starting to get into the world of it. It's, it's kind of cool because it's based in cryptocurrency. So you can, you know, every time you sell, like every time somebody buys one of those guys and there's a bunch of different versions of him, like with different facial expressions and stuff. Um, every time, you, every time someone buys that, the creator, me or whoever has created some gets, gets paid for that purchase. And then every time that resells, so say somebody buys one and then and, and then they resell it. Then the creator gets paid for that too. And it goes on forever. They're, they're minted in it. Like they're minted through some sort of process. And then, so they all have a, like basically like some sort of tracking number. And so it continues on forever and they're based in crypto. So that could be good or bad. I don't really know. Like if crypto goes, if, if crypto goes up, then I guess you can make a whole bunch of money. If crypto goes down, well then you don't have it. So what are my brothers? But it's, fun. it's a yeah. fun project. That's like, that's well, fun. I'm trying something different and new and seeing, seeing where it goes. It's, you know, so we're just having fun with it. Really. That's all. That's really all it is at this point. I mean, that's what the NFT looks like. And one of my brothers is so into cryptocurrency, which he's tried to explain to me too. So I do my best to understand it. And can you briefly, if you can, like the, what's the backstory then? If you have writers that came up with this backstory with this little shroom with a little wiener, is it funny? So it's all <laughs> based on, it's sort of the, the mushroom guy is all based on uh, sort of, there's a, there's a story and I, there's a, you, you can find it if you Google it. It's okay. Like that mushroom is sort of connected to Santa Claus. <laughs> Sorry, you're making me they, laugh at it. Hurts. Is, there's a story about this where this is where the mythology of Santa Claus comes from is that mushroom. Um, because it's, I guess it has um, sort of psychedelic properties to it. And 
And he was, a, like I said, I, I read the story a while ago. I haven't read it in a while, but he is linked. That's why Santa Claus looks like this little dude is because, um, because there's sort of this power, like, like, like I said, the, psych, the psychedelic properties of the mushroom made, you know, connected this creature that they, it was invented and with Santa, like Santa Claus in mind. And so I'm not explaining it well, No, but you, that's yeah. what it's based on. And there's a whole, <laughs> and I got the, the, my friends that wrote the whole story, if you go on and this little guy's name is Brother Wangle. <laughs> if you search him, you'll feel there's a little story behind the whole thing. You explained it perfect. It, it entertained me. You know, I'm trying not to laugh because it hurts my face uh, right now, but I couldn't help it. And I guess I. Oh, by the way, here's the picture of you and uh, and Charlie. And is that your your beautiful wife or is that someone else? No, that's actually his. Um, that's his granddaughter. That's oh, that never mind. Well, well, either way, good for good for good for him and uh good for you uh so let's go to that was weird what is this this was dave mustaine you had to design his i designed a sweat i designed like a, a christmas sweater for for megadeth that's amazing that's uh, so cool yeah and so and he did a he did a um yeah a photo shoot with it um so that was kind of cool look i mean you, you just do so much stuff and yeah you have posted a bunch of your your works on your your instagram so keep it up oh and i could show you this too uh I don't. You don't need to share the screen here, and I'll end here, guys. Because I, 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 what reminded me of it was the pinball machine you have. So, as, oh, okay. as I mentioned before, it wasn't this time around when I went got uh, went to Chicago. Then would eventually get into a car accident, but again, I'm alive. Uh, the time before that, I went to uh, J- Jersey Jack Pinball. To, to oh yeah yeah. So I got to. It was just an amazing. Got a tour of the whole place, and I got one of your. Oh, not yours, I guess, because it's a picture. It's an actual like photograph. Did I lose you? Oh, no. uh, yeah, hold on. Oh, right. no, oh no, you're good. All right, I just thought I completely lost you. But I have one of the. I don't even know what you would call this, like the the inside art. Oh yeah, I didn't do that. I didn't do that specific one. But um, well, what about the guys at the top? No. Um, no, that um, that's guy named Dane Henry. Okay, who's a who's a great illustrator too. If you. If you uh, if you don't know who he is, check him out. He's he's an ama- he's an amazing artist. Um, so I got to work with him on on that project together. Him and I did did the you know the graphic stuff for it. Okay, because yeah, I got an amazing so, tour from the uh, from Eric Munay, the co designer, along with Slash. Yeah. Uh, to did do- you did you get to did you get to play that? Have you played it? Yeah, and it's funny. I, I always give this answer. I find myself wanting to watch it. You know, it's fun to play, but this is so yeah. much going on, and I'm just like, I kind of just want to watch it for like a half an hour, and then then play it, and then focus on the yeah. game, something like that. So it is, there's a lot going on. It's really, I, I'm, there's one actually just up the street from me at an arcade here, like a five minute walk from my house. Um, so I got lucky because I was talking to I was talking to Dane, the other guy that helped work on the design stuff. The closest one to him was like three hours away. Oh, um, but he, he hasn't even gotten to play it or anything yet. So it's it, it, there's a lot going on, but it's definitely it's pretty it's a pretty amazing machine that they that they put together. Thankfully, there is as I'm in Queens, uh, there is one in Brooklyn, so I was able to play it before going to Chicago. But oh, cool. yeah, I mean, if I ever have the means, I would I would love to have it in my house. I mean, again, it's just such a visually not just the game, but it's a visually stunning piece of work, and it has all there's so many of your lithographs as the the casing, the outside of the pinball, and it's just and to see that to walk into the 
you know, the, the pinball factory and see all those sides and see your lithographs in, in its original form and in pieces and being used to wrap around these pieces of wood or plastic. It's, it's quite a sight. And yeah, I had a break. I'm like, oh, I know Arian. Like, again, <laughs> I got to pretend, you know, obviously we're, we're not uh, WhatsApping each other either, but I, you know. You're, every time I speak yeah, to yeah, you, we know each other. Yeah. yeah, you're very friendly. That's great. Makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. So this was a an absolute pleasure, Arian. This is so cool. I can't to see, wait to see what you come up with next. Uh, please follow Arian Bueller on Instagram. Make sure he posts even more. And just uh, <laughs> wow, just this was fun. Thank you so much for your. T- is there anything else? Again, you just want to promote any other uh, weird NFTs? Just want before I get you out of here. No, I mean we're going to be working on some other ones, but I don't have anything. I don't have anything uh, at the moment to, to yeah to promote. Nope. All right. All right. Fair enough. Well, I guess that does it for this episode of Appetite for Distortion. What is to come? We'll see. I did get a yes. I say I I like the I say I don't like to jinx myself, but I jinx myself anyway. Uh, for one, now we know why the world knows why my interviews with uh, Wolfgang Van Halen and Mark from Dirty Honey were postponed. Because of COVID, there's really no specifics given. I don't know if anyone's like sick like that, but just it's delayed. So that'll happen when it happens. And I got a yes from Mick Wall, believe it or not. I don't know if you're familiar. He's kind of a controversial figure in the GNR world with uh, some books. He was one of the people people famously called out and get in the ring. So hopefully Mick Wall will be on the podcast in the future. But in the meantime, uh, just follow on social media. That's how the conversation continues in the uh, between the, the broadcast at the AFD Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Arian's Instagram, all that good stuff. So until next time, when will you see the next episode? In the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy, I don't know if soon is the word, but you'll see it. security, I'm going home.